I'm not going to try to push it at this point with a with a good yeah right now. I feel like I'm, I'm no, you're wobbling. Good, yeah. No, no, no. You're you're solid. Just yeah. don't, an hour isn't the best place to try stuff. Don't no, come off it's not. There. And I got a little bit of the rattle in the back right now, so I don't I don't know if that's a good idea. You ever ride you a skateboard as a kid? Yeah, actually, I did. Yeah, you yeah. ever when you get that going a little too fast and the board starts to go back and forth, the high speed wobbles. Absolutely, I have that going with my vocal cords mm. right now. Feel if I push it a little too far, I'm going to wipe How, out. How's your head feeling? How many cups of water have you had? Uh, you, have you heard the ringing anymore? No more ringing. My no more um, mystery cigarette smoke floating through the studio as well. Um, five or six glasses of water, including your electrolytes. So I believe I'm on the road to recovery. I originally was getting a little offended because I had come in, right, I think before you said that, you know, something smells like smoke and I have been trying out a new perfume and I was like, okay, does my perfume Is smell like- Is it made by Marlboro? <laughs> it's not made by Marlboro. <laughs> They're Camel Lights. But Camel Lights like- does a awesome <laughs> perfume they sell at Macy's and JCPenney. Is it me? Uh, but I don't I don't think it's me, but I, I, I don't no, know. No, it went we away as quickly it. as it showed up. I was having a moment. I think, uh, I, I think I've rebounded. You mentioned uh, skateboarding as yeah. a kid. I think I'd have been in the X Games. Um, however, <laughs> uh, as a kid, I used to ride skateboard all the time and then one time- my aunt ran over my skateboard. It was uh, in our car. I'm assuming. Yep, I ran right. it over in the car, and then my mom didn't get me another skateboard. That was so it. My <laughs> my career in skateboarding ended that afternoon. <laughs> when how old were you? Uh, I was probably I wasn't even ten. I was probably like Isn't eight or nine. Isn't it your aunt's response? Like oh, wait, hold on. Did you yeah. leave it somewhere you weren't supposed to leave it? It's in the driveway. Okay, that's on you. Yeah, and maybe Mother Sliwa. So she's not wrong that that's probably on me. But when she walks to her car, she sees the whole driveway. So she couldn't have just kind of seen that there was a there's an object with four wheels and a board on top of it that let me move that out of the way. It is my responsibility, but that was it. My Dude. mom was like, hey, if, if you can't ride it right now, with it cracked in the middle, then it's over. <laughs> Two pieces. Did I try to tape it back together or nail it or it done. glue it or something like that? Then I picked up a basketball. Two clean halves or did it just splinter into a thousand pieces? Uh, two clean halves. Yeah, you should have given it a shot. No, like it was- rubber bands or it was, something. <laughs> Bungee cords. It was done. Magically. Not a bad way to do it. Yeah, I, it was It was done. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I have with the voice. Did you high um, speed wobble. Did you, in the break- you were texting, yes, you were yes, doing stuff. Yes, I'd rather By the not. way, I could tell when you're um <laughs> you have a certain way when you type on the on the keyboard on the laptop. Mm-hmm. I could tell that I think you're texting is what I think you're doing, <laughs> right? You got that all connected yeah. there, right? Sure. And the amount of um aggression towards each letter <laughs> okay. let me know that I, I think you are communicating with Bobby. Was that uh, is that fair to say? Because <laughs> it wasn't an email to Justin over on the other side. It wasn't an email to Ron on the business. Side. No, no, no. I could tell there was some aggression. Like each letter, I think I even felt the letter. I'm like, that's a K right there. <laughs> yeah, combined with a C right in front of it. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. It's there's a lot going on right there. Oh, that's it, it, it's that's pretty. It's good. kind of funny, but it's also. And also, Frustrating. the thing is, too, it's like as long as his girlfriend is not she like is mortified by it, she is an angel and tolerates his. <laughs> she stuff. doesn't wear. She actually she holds her ground. She, she takes pairs. her. No, she takes her shoes off. If Bobby doesn't have his. Uh, oh, okay. Also, there's a starfish and coffee weighed in. He said, uh, Raquel Welch. Uh, sure. Does Emily Great know answer. who she is? I don't. Oh, you don't. Can you can you enlighten me? So she was a very famous actress in the late 60s and 70s, very buxom, um, very beautiful. 
um, and was in a handful of movies for a decade or so. She was in an episode of Seinfeld. Oh, I actually, this is really bad of me. I have not watched Seinfeld. Okay. In, so, but, in but again, it's Seinfeld's way before your time. No, I'm going to watch Seinfeld, though. It's like one of those things that like I'm going to sit down. I'm going to, you know, watch all of it. But I'm, I'm a big, I mean, but I've seen a handful of episodes yeah. because, you know, you're scrolling the TV and everything. And I, I've seen it at the gym or whatever. Hilarious. She beats up Kramer at one point. Okay. Just to kind of give you an it's, idea. Yeah, Do you know Raquel Welsh? I don't, I, I'd have to see. I'd have yeah, to you actually. should Google her. You'd be, she's very beautiful. Yeah. Just no problem. Yeah, it's, it's that's good. It's put it to you this way. Who said that? Starfish and coffee. Starfish and coffee, and he also pointed out she passed oh, yeah, away yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. So she yeah, passed yeah. away today. He's been in a lot of stuff. That answer that he gave, he's not the only one. Okay. That, that that is a very popular answer of people of a certain age. Yeah, that's makes sense. that's the Topanga. That is the Kelly Kapowski. That is the. Uh, Daisy Duke. Also, yeah. okay, we've been talking a little bit about like what you did last night and all that good stuff. So yesterday, I, <laughs> so I went to go get food after I went to spin class. So mm-hmm. I went to this like spin class. It was like one of those girl empowerment spin classes, and they played like only female mu- music and all that good stuff. And you know, I'm feeling great. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go get kava. I'm gonna get like a little salad, be like nice and healthy. So I went to the USC uh, Village place. One. <laughs> I went in and I've never felt older. I was like, I, I'm surrounded that by- That happens fast, Em. I got bad news for <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, I know. I started like 18, 19 year olds and I was like, oh gosh, I feel so old. And Start then I, high five. She's like, go Trojans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and then I, I grabbed a bag that I that I, I looked and I saw, oh, I, th- I think it says Emily. I grabbed my bag. I go home. I set my stuff down. I go take a shower and then I come back downstairs to eat. I'm starving. And this is going to be great. I open the lid and it looks really off. I was like, there's- black lentils and there's avocado and there's all this other stuff that, like I never would have gotten. I'm like, they got my order wrong. This sucks because like I can't go back. It's 15 minutes away or whatever. And then I re- I look at the bag and I picked up something for Christine. Like Christine. Not even like H. another E name? It's not even like Emma or yeah. Ethan. It's literally <laughs> Christine. And I think I was having a stroke last night. So maybe it's kind of it's, connected it's to stroke air. stuff. Maybe there's like mold in the studio <laughs> or something. We're all slowly going crazy. Very true. It could have happened. But yeah, I uh, I, I had that. Was it any good? I was going to no, say, how was, was Christine's <laughs> order? It was spicy. Was it more expensive than yours? It was definitely more expensive than mine because it was really Cash hefty. Out. <laughs> and it was spicy in a weird way. And I couldn't even get through it. What's the distance? Damn. That would make you because I my first question to her was how far away do you live from that spot and she's I like got the fifteen number. minutes I'm like no chance you happening. go back ten minutes you going back ten I'm I'm thinking about it but that's ten and then by the time I go out there now I'm talking to them there's another five minutes there's a ten back so it's, now we're looking at twenty five it's right a half there. an hour if it's ten minutes away um okay I'll I'll give you a perfect example one time I think I even told the story there's a place like six minutes away from me and they forgot the guacamole I got a side of guac. What am I going to do with the chips if I don't have the guac, okay? So six minutes away, I was going back to go get you the went guac. Back. I went back to get it. Yeah, I don't think, unless it's next door, unless I'm in one of those multi-level where I live above the restaurant, I'm just, it was too, it's a loss for me. It I was lose. too important of a piece of I, what I got. You're, you're not wrong, but you know? I just, it's it's a loss. Sometimes you got to take an L. Okay, you get that Chinese food yesterday. They forget the chow mein. What are you doing? I'm not having chow mein. I don't believe you. Yeah, no. I, I, Bobby once, would run out the front door, no shoes, just once sprinting I'm in, over there. I'm in. It's not happening. Let's try Dave in Encino. Dave, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Dave. Hi, guys. I hey, Dave. To talk about the, uh, hi. I want to talk about the Clippers and the Lakers, the difference between the championship. I would, as a Clipper fan for 30 years now, I would say that the Clippers would be kind of like the Cubs winning the World Series. 
No, because the Clippers don't have a history of of blowing it. The Clippers don't have Steve Bartman. They don't have Leon. Clippers Durham have a little history of not that. getting close and blowing it. They've only gotten to the finals once in fifty years. So the you're right about that. But the three one, we got Kawhi, we got PG. They get that far. They had the Chris Paul, yeah. the DeAndre Jordan, but but that's rounds. but that's all in the last ten years. Yeah, they don't have history stuff. before that. And they the don't Cubs have are the like that. marquee baseball team of Chicago. We know that the Chicago White Sox as well. The Chicago White Sox are more like the Clippers. Like they're like Cu- it's like the Cu- Cubbies a are a comp. real franchise. Yeah. That's a real deal. That's one of the more iconic brands that has made until they won it a few years ago. That mm-hmm. made their reputation on either being terrible. Or being in a perfect position to win it and then in glorious fashion blowing it. They blew like a nine-game lead with 14 games to go. They, they, they had yeah. Steve Bartman reach in and try to steal a foul ball. Like all of the – Leon Boys Durham lets a ball go through his legs. Yep. I mean, they, they have all of these moments. The Clippers blew a couple of 3-1 leads in opening I, I, I rounds. Think, I, think but, it's eh. safe. I think it's safe to say this. And this is going back to a quote that PG had, Paul George had. If the Clippers won an NBA championship, then that's it. They're good. They don't need if if they don't go another thirty years of competing for a championship, they'd probably sit back and say, Okay, we now know what it feels like. We got our championship, we got our one ring. The Lakers will got one two and a half years ago and we're saying, Is A D not committed to the team? Is he not was he not interested in, in playing you know, I'm using that as an example. One franchise will never be content with anything. If you get 18, you're going to say, all right, well, you need 19 because then you have a little cushion on the Boston Celtics. That's what makes it so hard to be on one of those teams. And for the the Clippers, if you got one, you kind of stand there and say, we got one. And that's why like the the Clippers are in, in the NBA. It's two teams, right? There's only two teams that are counting championships with both hands, right? And that's it. You either win the title or it's a bad year. That's the Lakers. That's the Celtics. The Warriors in the last few years have kind of been like that, but it hasn't been 40 years of that. It's been 10 years of that. This, it's, to be honest with you, I don't even know if I could put the Celtics in that Yeah, category. I don't think about them like that. I just they, They've they've have won championships since the 80s, so they've almost kind of – they've. But to your point out, they also have, what is it, 17 or 17. 18? Yeah, they, they have 17 of them. But it's kind of like the Cowboys, too, where they, it's the like Cowboys. they haven't won it since the 90s. They haven't won it in 30 they years. 11 of them with Bill Russell. That's what, right? Like, you're right. They had a wall her, back then. Her comp of the Cowboys is perfect. The Cowboys haven't won since 94, I mm-hmm. want to say. It's been 30 years. But mm-hmm. the Cowboys, it's Super Bowl or nothing. That's, well, that's just and, the reality and, of some teams. And where the Lakers is just kind of the reality, right, of where they're trending. They have won in the last 10 years. We were talking about this about the playoffs. You know, the last time that Crypto.com was full for a real playoff game, it was 2011, 2012, when it was still Kobe on the team. It, it, it has been that long since the Lakers have had an opportunity because of you had um, uh, COVID that you know, stopped the season. You play the rest in Orlando. Then the next year you go to the playoffs, it's against the Phoenix Suns. First round, you don't really have... Um, you can't have capacity. They went six years without making the postseason. One of those years was with Braun. That's why it would be so devastating to go another year. I'm not f- a fool here. I understand the Lakers. They should not be in any conversation about competing for a championship. Uh, however, it would just to make the playoffs, I think, would be nice for a franchise that has not had a full um, stadium and just to kind of have a little bit of hope that Lakers team hasn't really given you that much 
uh, at least this year, to feel that, like there's That's like- the best explanation as to why they need to get in that I've heard from anybody in a very long time, that they have not had a meaningful game in that building in a decade. That's hard to imagine, that they've won a championship, but because of incredible COVID. circumstances, mm-hmm. it didn't happen here. It Six happened years somewhere without else. the playoffs. It's bizarre, mm-hmm. and maybe a play-in game against the Golden State Warriors, well, that'd be on the road. They'd be the 10. We went on the road. <laughs> they need to win to go, but then they'd be on the road anyway because they play the loser of 7-8. They need to get into 7 or 8, Al, because eight, if they're 9 or 10... Even if you get to 9, you're going to have... Uh, you'll have one... You'll you're at right. Least if get you're 9, you'd get the home game. And so yeah. they need either be to be 9 or six, 7 or 8. 7 or 7 or, or 8. Win the, yeah, Because 8, they would still host. They could get in, there's a scenario they get in the play-in and they still and don't they still get don't to host do it. Again. Let's get into the top six. Let's make sure that that happens. Is tonight a must win for the Lakers, even though there's 24 games left? We'll do it next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And... Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Couple of tweets here, Al. Um, I don't know if these are commentaries on my uh, parenting or or whatever it may be. I'll let you decide on this. Jason Torres writes: What's more likely, the Lakers making the playoffs or Bobby going a month without forgetting his shoes? That's one. John in Huntington Beach says: Actually, kind of blame Bobby's girlfriend for this. She should have noticed women are supposed to check us out too. That's kind of right, funny. Don't blame her. <laughs> well, brings up an interesting point. Like she, <laughs> look, they've been together a long time. She right. should be trained like I should be to like yeah, kind of like glance text, over. Or like text take him on the way over. Hey, just double checking. You got your shoes on? <laughs> or when you get in the car, like, uh, dude, you don't have your yeah. your shoes on. And then lastly, Aaron Palmer writes, you know, the situation is scaring parents. It's like when you see stories about school bullying. What if my kid becomes this? Well, Aaron. If you have one that forgets his shoes, just prepare to be frustrated. Thankfully, he has many, many other um, redeeming qualities, but remembering-ish is not one of them. That exchange is so perfect, too, because they weren't like pop, pop, pop. It was like, here's this each. He kind of give you a little bit, some breadcrumbs here, sort of the situation. It never occurred to me. Two hours later, here's a little bit more. Couple in the morning. Now it's in the morning. Now the conversation is restarting. After the wall, I'm like, what else could he like? I'm thinking it had something to impact the date. Like he got yeah. it because he couldn't pay, mm-hmm. or he forgot the flowers. Did you you knew right away, Emily, that this well, was the, the end once, game? Yes, I knew once he started teasing it out. Yes, that that it was going to be about. Uh, Did you? No, I needed more. <laughs> 
I needed more okay. pieces. Also, another thing it could have been, it could have been a license. So, like, he couldn't have gotten wine or whatever at the table. Because, like, my roommate... This, nope, issues. This, my roommate this past weekend, she uh, she was out. I was not. She texted me, like, at, like, 1 a.m. It's like, hey, could you take a picture of my ID so I can get into this club? And I was like... Sure. And then she ended up being able to get in with just a picture. And then she's like, the bouncer is probably just really tired and just let him in. You got, you're, you're far closer to this. The three of us have kind of aged out of this for a long time ago. It seems like the standard for getting served in places has changed dramatically. It feels like all the rules are out the window. If you just say, oh, no, I'm 21, they start pouring drinks. I, I it's it's odd to me. Well, do you notice this from being with your children at dinner? Yes. Because, because mm. if your parents there, they don't really care. But I've seen it. That's part of it for sure. But the other part is, I was out the other day at a restaurant, sitting at the bar, and these two people sat down at the bar next to me. If you would have said to me, "How old do you think they're?" I don't know, seventeen or eighteen. They ordered drinks. The bartender kind of gave them the really, and they're like, "Oh no, really?" He's like, "Okay," like. That's how it goes yeah, now? trust. Everything is trust now. <laughs> Where were these people when I was uh, 17? It's funny. I would actually kind of think 20, 25 years ago, people cared less. Oh, I, I, I feel remember. like now it's like more, I would assume just because Maybe it's just, you lose your liquor license or whatever, there's more at stake. I don't seem to be worried about it anymore. It yeah. was, I don't know, maybe COVID. Can we just blame that on COVID too? Yeah. Sure. COVID changed all the rules along mm-hmm. the way. Uh, 24 games to go for the Lakers. They're 26 and 32. Here's some numbers, Lee. If the Lakers go 16 and 8, okay? Okay. It's not happening. They'd be 42 and 40. Mm-hmm. If the Lakers go 15 and 9, exactly 541 and 41. Yep. If they go 14 and 10, which feels like a lot, but not totally out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. 14 and 10 feels like if they if they are what we're hoping they'll be, 14 and 10 feels right. 40 and 42. Can I tell you what 14 and 10 means? I'll tell you what 14 and 10. 14 and 10 means um, these new guys that they got fit pretty nice Mm -hmm. because you're playing a lot of teams that are also in front of you. You're playing a lot of playoff teams. You're playing teams that are also going to be jockeying for positions. So that 14 and 10 means, wow, Vanderbilt was a nice addition. That guy had something. You know, Malik Beasley... That's the exact type of three-point shooter they needed for spacing. D'Angelo Russell is a more traditional point guard, and he can help get in the sets and this and that. That's the additions that you brought. On top of that, it also means that LeBron's playing more games than he's not. So if there's 24 games left, LeBron's going to play in 18 of those, maybe 20 of those. And it also means that Anthony Davis, on more nights than not, is – we're going to come here and we're going to sit after a Lakers play a game and we're going to say, AD had a good night last night. Mm-hmm. All of those need to happen to, in my opinion. I think you're right. To be 14 and 10. Not the 16, not the fifth. To be 14 and 10, I think you're going to need all those to happen. All those, yes. And I, But one other thing needs to happen too. Three of the four teams that you need to jump need to go bad. Because if they just kind of sit where they are, Al. 500 right, or so. 500 mm-hmm. or thereabouts. If one of them sits where they are, you're out. You need almost all of those teams above you to come back. One almost certainly will. Two might. Three? 
I don't know. Mm -hmm. Four, almost certainly not. So you're going to have to find a way to get that 15th or 16th win to just kind of hedge your bets on what that number is. Because 41 and 41, if you look at it right now, the 10th place team is one game under 500 at 29 and 30. So if we just assume that a game or two under 500 or right at 500 is the line, you're not going to get there. You're just you're just not going to get there. Even if you play well, you're barely at 500. Do you, do you, I don't know if you want to know this or not, but I think it's kind of funny. Do you know last year what the playing tournament? Oh, the, it was way under. It's like nine games under 500. The Spurs were 34 and 48, and 14 got, games under, and got to number 10. Yeah, that's not. By the happening. way, this is this is the part that's comical to me about the playing tournament. I know why we do it. I understand it. People, are, you, you'll get it. There's just more revenue. I, I understand all that, but you still want to give a team who's 34 and 48 a chance to make the playoffs. It's just that part to me is so it's funny. silly. It's so funny to to see that there, you Couldn't already you get it? eight in. I, I get. Yes, I think I know what you, you're going to say. Your first thing is the right answer. That look, they're not going to throw away a, a game's worth of revenue. Yeah, but we're going to go to ten as long as that tenth team is 500 or better. I yeah, sounds good. We'll go to ten. Yes, but not if if you're fourteen games under. Yes, you're five games under. Sorry, no. Our playoffs need teams that have won at least as often as they've lost. So if just to use that as an example, let's say the tenth seed is below five hundred, and then let eight and nine fight it out. Yeah. Seven, you're in. Yes, just Set, simple as that. Exactly, simple as that. And yep. if you only have eight teams over five hundred. Then, then here's your top eight. eight. If you got seven, <laughs> then the eighth team gets lucky. Chad, they, they slide were in. 14 games below 500, That's... made the playing tournament. You know what's worse than that? They won a game, didn't they? I don't know if they Did won they a game. Did they lose right away? I don't know, but Lakers were 16 games below 500. They just so missed. They couldn't, they couldn't get in. <laughs> they just missed, Slee. Look, <laughs> tell me if this sounds familiar. Yeah. We're only two games out of the 10th. <laughs> Stop me if you've heard this before. Yeah, since December 15th. Right? And... Oh, by the way, we haven't talked about this part either, mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll we'll talk about this as we continue. They play their twenty four games, as mm-hmm. far as I see it. Three games of their remaining twenty four are games where Lakers are going to win that game. The other twenty one are, yeah, we'll see. Maybe, yeah, they can. Can they beat Minnesota? Of course they can. Can they yep. beat Dallas? Yeah. Can they beat Phoenix? Eh, maybe not. Play them twice. Play Golden State twice. Play Can Memphis beat, twice. Yep, play yep. the Clippers once. They got a bunch of games that you're gonna have to surprise me a little bit to win it. They play Houston twice, both times in Houston, and they play Orlando. Those are and they play in Chicago is Chicago. What's Chicago? Sleep. I think they're meh? one below the. They're eleventh, so they are. They're a couple, maybe four, 26 or five games. and thirty-one. They're about the same as the Lakers. Yeah, four or five games. Below they play 500. them twice. So, very simply put. To make just the playing tournament, you're gonna have to play some good basketball in your final 24 games. So, in in and someone else or some bodies yep. else need to play poorly. Which in a in a weird way, it's kind of like, all right, well, you earn your way in if you get there, and if you get there, then you'll have had beat some good teams, and maybe you had some luck go your way, and maybe those guys are playing good basketball, but. When I hear when the conversation you know comes up, I was doing Lakers talk yesterday. This was kind of the conversation. They got to make the playoffs. They're not they didn't even make the playing tournament. And I kind of stated in every scenario so far this year, they've told us no, we are not going to make the playoffs, and we're not going to make the playing tournament. Bron healthy, Bron not healthy. AD healthy, AD not healthy. Russell on the team. What everything has told you no. 
The only scenario that we have not seen yet is post um, trade deadline. You have new guys, and if it, listen, if they went out and if fourteen wins got them in, then you're also saying to yourself, okay, well, we beat some good teams to get here. Mm-hmm. Now there's some momentum. Now we could actually have a real conversation of saying, okay, can they beat a part of that top eight? But how do I try to convince somebody that they're going to be a part of that top 10 until you see some type of consistency? They take a step forward, they take two steps back. They give up 110 points, they give up 133. How do I know what, what, what they're going to be on a night-in, night-out basis? Another part of this as well, and I think we're seeing the, the, the beginnings of this with LeBron missing the last three games. Maybe he'll play tonight, maybe he won't. We're still waiting. A, a yeah, questionable right now. Yeah. Um, how much rubber do you burn off his tires just to go 14-9? and nine? Right or fourteen and ten, like do you have to play him forty two minutes a night to do it? And if you do, what's left by the time you get to the postseason? Because we've been seeing it. Uh, McMenamin was talking about it the other day that the reason they're in the position they're in is you're playing LeBron thirty five, thirty eight, forty two minutes a night, and the result is he just had to take a week off because his foot's bothering him. So if the only way you have is to play LeBron heavy, heavy, heavy minutes over the last twenty four games. What do you what what version of LeBron do you have by the time you get to the postseason? And especially once you and this is the best possible scenario, mm-hmm. if you get into the second round, again, pie in the sky stuff, you're playing every other night. Right? You're playing every other night with a guy in his twentieth season, playing every other night with a guy that's in in AD's case that's had all sorts of trouble giving you consistent performances, staying healthy. The schedule actually gets more arduous, mm-hmm. not less. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? I, I think the I think the last four games is a perfect example of how Braun is going to be used. If he can go, he's gonna play. And if he can't, then he must really not be able to go. Braun's not missing these last three games for precautionary. He's not. Braun's missing these three last three games because he can't go. Let's take a quick quick phone call here. Let's go to uh Solomon. Solomon, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Solomon? Hey, guys, yeah, thanks so much. Uh, yeah, LeBron, don't play tonight. Don't play in the All-Star game. He's been playing through injury off and on all season. You want him fresh for the stretch, you let him, let him, get, let him recover as much as he can. And I also have to say something about Darvin Ham. I think we're seeing it more and more. Unfortunately, he is not a good X and O's guy. He, he's great with players, great with personality. They buy him. They play tough for him. He's on a learning curve, and I guess we're just going to have to be uh, patient with that as Laker fans. Okay, I, I think this is really interesting. I like Darvin a lot. I think what he said is fair and accurate. His guys play hard. His guys seem to like him, which I think in the NBA is like 80% of the job description. Yeah, it's a good point. Right? I, I, I really do. Yeah. I think that – Your relationship with your coach? No yep. question. Mm-hmm. Do, do guys buy in to me? Mm-hmm. Will they respond to my leadership? It's like 80% of it. The other 20% is in those games where a decision or two could tip it this Crunch way time. or that way, mm-hmm. are you making the right decision more often than not? He hasn't. Think about – we've talked about this foul, not foul, three-point line, not three-point line. Mm-hmm. We've had, what, four or five of those this year? Okay, Most of them have not gone the Lakers' way because of bad shot selection, not running a play. Not make, calling a timeout. Not calling a timeout, getting a foul, not getting – all of these mm-hmm. things. If one or two of those go the other way – they're there, mm-hmm. but that hasn't. It's all of these things. Do guys play? Yeah. Do I like him? Yeah, I do. But he's inexperienced. I'm not saying he's a bad coach. I'm saying he's inexperienced mm-hmm. in these moments. 
And if your assistants aren't on point with this stuff, if you're not on point with this stuff, if your players aren't exactly on point on their own on this stuff, it adds up. They're, if they miss, they're not going to miss by 10 games. You're going to miss by a game or two. Mm-hmm. A game, And they've had a game or two. You're like, ugh, that was not but good. Here's the problem with that. Then I'm going to add that to the element of the final 24 games. So the only thing I missed then was I said, Braun's got to do this. The role players got to do this. And Darvin Ham also has to be in a position where, hey, I think they won that game because of him. Or 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 mm-hmm. they didn't lose that game because of him. Mm-hmm. Right? That at least if you lost final two minutes, you, you made did the right decision. That... You just you missed some free throws. You yeah. missed an open shot. Whatever mm-hmm. it is, at least you got an open shot. Mm-hmm. We didn't give up a three point shot when the only thing that could beat us was a three is point a three shot. point. Like mm-hmm. those sorts of things. He struggled with that this year. All of these things. And we're down to twenty four games. Twenty four. Somebody who may not play any more games, according mm-hmm. to Shams, Russell Westbrook. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. What are you doing with your uh, non-Laker schedule that's about to get kicked off here after tonight? You got a the better part of eight days without a Laker game. So I have not done a good job of planning here. Um, I was going to go do something, had some stuff over the weekend go on, so I, I'm kind of still figuring it out. So I don't know. I may go up to the mountains for a couple of days, may not. I'm not sure yet. Somebody's getting greased. <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> taking a dirt nap. That was even by Sliwa standards, that was vague. Well, That's awesome. It has to. You have to go fight off the uh, the. That's what I'm saying. Guy. Here's the, the problem. Here's the problem. It was real. I'm so vague because I don't know what to do. Sure. I told my guys, well, we should I, do something. I understand. I'm just gonna just put it this way. I'm gonna be watching the news very closely. I'm just gonna if there's like another increase in spy balloons, I'm gonna be skeptical. Where's Sliwa? <laughs> I'm just saying that even by your standards, that was wow, that was really vague. Spy balloon in Lake Arrowhead. <laughs> Who knows? That's the what hell? that's what you want us to think. Right? I, I'm starting to think that that's like a green screen you put behind yourself that you could be anywhere. You're somewhere in like places, yeah. yeah, you're in um Oslo or or Prague. Or Prague or <laughs> Beijing. You're you're somewhere Pyongyang. You're in North Korea. Right, that you're you're doing work behind enemy lines. I think that's what's going on. Uh, you go to you're going to North Korea. I've just I just cracked the code. That's where he's headed. <laughs> what do they say? They have like spies that will they'll send them to an American school, right? Mm-hmm. And they do they'll do high school out here. They'll do college out here. They will get into a job. Oh, that deep this, cover. This. Is that what they say? And it's like a thirty year process. 
then they get the info they need and they're gone. So there's a whole book, Nelson DeMille, called Charm School, which is that, where they have these little towns in Russia where they teach everybody how to be Americans, and then they send them over. And then there's the whole series about the Americans. And just, yeah. Maybe I'm a spy from the Middle East. Wait, I think is that could the Americans be. on FX with the... Um, yes. I need to watch that, too. Oh, Emily, I... Well... You and I probably like it now. Our tastes are not aligned on TV and movies and stuff. You and I don't like okay, a lot of the well, same stuff. I think that I think that everything that you well, like. Don't get I mad like, at him. I mean, he's just saying. <laughs> I, just, I thought I said that respectfully, didn't I, I? I think that everything that you like, I like. But I think that everything I like, you don't like. Well, you I think like most kinda, things. Yes. So I think um, that and you I trust see a your lot opinion. more. The Americans is terrific. Okay. It's terrific. It's got it's got heavyweights in it, right? Like Matthew Reese is a real actor. Mm. Carrie Russell is a real actor. Um. The, she's in Cocaine Bear. She she's terrific. Um, Noah Emmerich is a real actor. Like these guys are in. They're they're um, Margot. Uh, who's what's not Margot Robbie. Robbie? The other one, Margot Martindale. She's oh, terrific. Love her. Love yeah, her. yeah. There's there's really really good. And people. it's over, right? Oh, it's been over for ten years. What ten years? Yeah, I bet it's uh, maybe not. I bet it's five. I bet it's at okay, least five. Yeah, probably like 2018. Yeah. Did you ever watch it? We went from ten to five. I'm waiting for you. It's been two. No, months. it's been at least five. It might be. I eight. never watched it. It's good. Yeah, it's good. I like that kind of that that those type of storylines. I'm always. It's into. it is a good deal. All right. So Shams, this is a tweet from Shams M. Uh, yes. Yeah. So Shams tweeted when you look around, or when you look at teams around the league. There's not a spot for Russell Westbrook. You and I were, were touching on this yesterday. Mm-hmm. This happened fast, and it was obvious, right, that Russell Westbrook is a very specific type of player mm-hmm. that brings a very specific type of play and a very specific type of energy to the teams that he plays for. And when you look around the NBA, both right now and next year and beyond, his recipe is not a recipe that I think a lot of teams are dying to have. And this is a guy that still can get you 25 a night in the NBA. He's probably going to turn it over a few times. not going to shoot very well. But he's still a useful NBA player in the right circumstance. But that circumstance may be gone. I mean, we, we could be talking about Russell Westbrook out of the league shortly after being traded as the final piece to a championship mix like that. Okay, so let, let me – I'll give a little – let's look at the last five years. So Russ signed a five-year deal worth $206 million with the Oklahoma City, uh, with the Thunder, okay? Since he signed that contract, that was in 2018-2019, he played for the Thunder. Then he played for the Rockets. Then he played for Washington. Then he played for the Los Angeles Lakers. Then he got traded to the Utah Jazz. He signed a five-year contract. Within those five years, he's representing five different teams. Crazy. And the last team, the Utah Jazz, he'll never wear a Utah Jazz jersey. He'll potentially get bought out. Potentially not. Last week, it was, hey, maybe there's some suitors out there. You got the Clippers might have some interest. Paul George is trying to trying to bring him to the Clippers. Um, the Chicago Bulls, Billy, Billy Donovan used to coach him in Oklahoma City. That's where he had arguably his most success. Maybe he's going to go and be that point guard for them because they got Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. He can just kind of run up and down the floor. So when Shams puts out the tweet or when you look at teams around the league, there's not a spot for Russell Westbrook. Listen, I don't know. I, I had a more difficult time trying to understand a team that's either in the playoff picture or or is on the fringe trying to get in, why they thought, 
hey, Russell, we're Russell Westbrook away from getting to where we need to get to. Mm-hmm. The Bulls, I could get it because you're five games below 500, four games, whatever you said. They're on the outside looking in. Okay, you can roll the dice on something like that. But if you're the Clippers, and you and I have talked about, they have 12 guys deep, and I'm not kidding. The 12th player on their team is going to get a lot of playing time with the Lakers. They have a really good roster. Do you need to have Russ on that team on top of that? I find it difficult in a position like that that he would find a home with one of but those it's, teams. But even those teams, like for instance, the Paul. don't take what Paul George is saying. Take what management is saying. Paul George is going to make a roster decision here. That's mm-hmm. going to come down to Ty Lue. It's going to come down to the executive team there, right? Like Lawrence or right. whoever that is, yeah. Paul George isn't making that discussion. The Billy Donovan thing makes sense because, oh, he used to coach him. They'll get along. Billy Donovan also knows exactly what sort of guy he is. And to your point, this is a mediocre team that – doesn't really need what he does nobody really needs what he does this could this is if you're asking me the most likely explanation of all this is the agent is throwing things in the air to try to generate some interest oh you know these guys he may go here he may get bought out there because when you just look and it's not just his play his presence is very unique sure sure. he's a very unique type of guy yeah he's serious if we're being charitable he's difficult if we're not He's combustible if mm-hmm. we're not. He's abrasive if we're not. That this is not somebody that you want around young players, right? Because he's going to dominate the ball. You want the mm-hmm. young guys to have the ball. He's not a guy that you're going to bring into a player, a bunch of older guys. We just saw what that looks like with the Lakers. What's in between? There's really not a lot of in between of those two. You're either one or those two things in the league. There's the Bulls are kind of the middle that you're describing, but to be. Three games under five hundred to, to what end? So I, I meant um, I meant Lawrence Frank. But real quick, the I'll throw this your way and you tell me: Does he end up on a roster the rest of this season? I don't think so. Yeah, look, I I, I don't be think honest. So. I'm not surprised at all if he doesn't. I think the more I'm interesting not surprised question at all if he doesn't. What if it's not only? What if he's done? Well, that's the other question. The other question I was going to ask yeah. you is: Next year that contract's done, forty-seven million, whatever the two hundred six that he got paid. Is there a scenario for him? Because I, I think, you know, if I look at other players that have aged a certain way, they still brought value to a team. So Carmelo Anthony, there was a point where I need the ball. I need, I'm going to do a lot of ISO. I got to run th- stuff through me, this, that. Until he decided, okay, no team's going to take me for that role. But I'll tell you where I can be mm-hmm. helpful to the NBA. I could spot up and hit threes. Okay, he still had value. Russ is not a spot up, I'm going to shoot threes. Russ is not a, you know what, guys, I can, let me churn down. I'm not going to go 120 miles an hour. I'm going to go 40, and I'm going to be like Mike Conley, and I'm going to get people setting an offense this, not that. Not a chance. Then what is the value? Yeah. Then what is the value? I think the value, I think he'll be, to, to answer, I don't think he's on it's a team the rest of this tickets. year. No, no, nobody needs to see that. I think he will be on a roster to start next year. I don't know if he makes a team, but I think it's one of those things like, you know what, let's bring him in. Let's see what it looks like. Let's see if he can go to that 40% or 40 miles an hour. Let's see. He's telling us he can. Let's see. But I'm going in with my eyes wide open. It's low value. There's no very little risk to the team involved. And if you want to play this role, great. The second you don't, you're done here. I don't think he would respond super well to that. I don't think that that's – he's made interesting fortune. Interesting. Right? He's got businesses. He's an interesting guy. He's a yeah, bright he guy. That maybe he's ready to start that next chapter in his life because the chapter of here's the ball, go run your team, adios. But, but what's crazy, you don't go from 
$206 million contracts, 47 out. a year to I can't find a contract. You go from that to two years, five, ten million. You know? Maybe. And maybe not. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, all right, uh, let's start here. I had my wrong button push, Slee. Well, it was great, too, because I thought, you know, we do our looky and then we turn our volume down. Yeah. Other times we turn it. I forget to turn it up, so I don't even know what's going on. I just see Taylor looking at me like, hey, so do you want to go back on the I, air? Uh, I didn't know. But we're back. We made it. We, we, we survived along the way. Mike Trout's good. He spoke with Otani. I think we're, I think we're good to go. This is what he has to say about uh, – Otani's impending decision on whether he's coming or going. He's got to do what's right for him and uh, what Leave. he feels right. You know, that's all up to him. You know, if he feels that staying in Anaheim is, is the right move, you it's know, not. He, he should do that. And if no, he, you know, he thinks otherwise, it's uh, I'm going to do yep. as much as I can to, you know, try to convince him to stay. So, Good luck. You know, he's got to really sit down and think about it. No, it's a big doesn't. decision for him, probably eh. the biggest one of his life. You know, eh. it's, it's it's a difficult decision because no, for, for him, you know, it's a different, you know, if he if he does stay or if he does, you know, I, I don't even like saying it if he leaves. You know, it's going to be oh, different for him, but new atmosphere, new people new teammates but you know yeah, like i said i'm gonna do whatever that. i can to keep him here get used to that what's he gonna say what's mike trout gonna say what's uh artie moreno gonna say what's perry manazian gonna say it's he's leaving at the end of the last two seasons he's basically said you guys are bozos you don't know how to win games i want to be on a winning team i said this to you a couple weeks ago they make the playoffs and get eliminated in the alcs that's probably the only you go get to the World Series. That's probably the only way. He Do you remember what it. I said to you when you said that? Even if he won a World Series, he would leave. He's gone because every once in a while, not very often, mm-hmm. but every once in a while, but you can actually get more a, of an out by a, winning a World Series and leaving. A bad owner will get a good team. It mm-hmm. happens occasionally, mm-hmm. not a lot, but it does. Otani, this is his sixth season there. He knows how that place is run. Yeah. He knows who's making the decisions. He knows the likelihood of being perennially competitive over the next five, six years of his career. He knows. Okay. They, on, they could catch lightning in a bottle. He's still leaving. On top of that, everybody thought <laughs> Hardy Moreno was selling the team until he decided to say that I'm not selling the team. The one in a million shot they had was – some superstar owner came in yep. and and knocked his socks off and said, "Oh yeah, I got to be here for this." Instead, it's the same dude. They got excited that he's leaving, and then he's not going. Speaking anywhere. of baseball, uh, everybody's trying to trickle or is trickling into their spring training facilities. Blake Trinan said that he feels great after shoulder surgery in November. He's waiting for the staff to give him a timeline on his rehab and return. But quote. It'd really be kind of a gut punch to me if I wasn't able to return and pitch at some point this season. Mm. I hope he is because when he's right, he's yeah. virtually unhittable. He's that good of a pitcher. Basically didn't play all of last year. And yeah, and we saw when he tried to come back, it was unsuccessful. I hope he's right, but I think if as a Dodger fan and other Dodger fans, if you're holding your breath that Blake Trinan's gonna look like that guy from two or three years ago. I don't think you're going to see that again. And him even saying it, 
you know, this far out, it would be a gut punch if I don't get that opportunity. If, you know, let's say he has a step back in his rehab or whatever the case is, you're right. You can't depend on it. He would just be luxury. Um, he, you can't, you can't view him as a necessity. You can't view him as somebody that you think can come back and contribute. If he does come back and contribute, it's just icing on the cake. I don't know why this is true, but it is. The most volatile portion of any Major League Baseball roster is your bullpen. Like you're starting, the Dodgers starting pitching this upcoming year is going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. It may be very good, but the chance of it being bad or there's it's almost not going to happen. Their offense is going to be somewhere between pretty good to very good. It being mm-hmm. bad, it's I have no idea what their bullpen's going to be. And that's for every team in baseball. Your bullpen, unless you have a Rivera or a Hoffman, sure, those guys sure, don't sure. come around yep, very. Yep. But who the hell knows? If they it's are just, consistent, they would be starters. Every year, it's if Alex Vezia, who's pitched really well for the Dodgers the last couple of years, came out and laid an egg, I wouldn't be shocked. Mm-hmm. If a guy, Victor Gonzalez was one of the anchors of yep. them winning the World Series, yep. he can't even make it back onto the team. Mm. It's just so weird how those guys in the middle and usually the teams that go the furthest are the ones that have lights out bullpen. You need so. to catch a couple of you need to catch a couple of guys on that upswing yeah. along the way. Uh, today is the 81st birthday of the New York Times crossword puzzle. First one was offered February 15th, 1942. Wow. You a crossword guy at all? My mom does it every day. She lives that thing. I'm not, and I see people most on airplanes. They got that thing out, and they are playing the crossword puzzle, and they're doing their thing. I'm not a big, never was. I mean, I guess for a very brief time, uh, but never, never caught into that. You guys crossword people I at all? I love it. Do I you love do crosswords, and I also love mini crosswords because they're so like easy to solve. Like. Well, they're like, like cat, so satisfying to solve. Mm. Yeah, like you can do it like in a minute or whatever. But what's good about um, uh, crossword too? Because like you know me, I love trivia. I like knowing like random little things, like bar trivia. Yeah, exactly. So crossword is essentially little random bar trivia, but it, it uses a different part of your brain too. But the New York Times one is very, very difficult. difficult. Yes, it's it incredibly difficult. And I I've never solved it all the way. <laughs> it gets progressively more difficult throughout the week with the Sunday one being the King Kong. Yeah. Is that right? Yes. A lot of times when I'm talking, making a point, is when I look over there and she's doing crossword. <laughs> Only when I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking, she's figuring out. Are you texting Derek Hall a picture right yeah. now, John? <laughs> yeah, I figured. I, 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 like, I figured wow. as much. I saw Derek on the uh, the TV right there. John's in the house. Let's start with a little super cross talk. Told you, Slee. I was going to make it to about 11, 30, 12 o'clock and then yeah. start to descend again i was the voice cru- is starting I was cruising. to descend well, I, I started i listened I, coming in you sounded fine yeah if you tested him for steroids right now if there was a Fail. ped test that came you've in, been loading up on steroids up. Days, have you been... done the elton john trick I don't gargle know with hot water one tablespoon of apple cider vinegar and one tablespoon of honey do you want to try it i i yeah okay. do you have all I, the ingredients i have all the ingredients with me let's Everywhere do it goes. Uh, oh yeah. wait a minute I don't have the honey because I put I, I fixed my drink before I came in. I could get it at the stick. But that's what you do when you get home. I've done the hot water and honey. I've yeah. done that. A- add apple cider vinegar. Okay. And whiskey. I've done that one too. Yeah. I've done the, <laughs> and weed. the whiskey. When I was a little kid, my, this is true, Salt my water. grandmother, when I was apparently a baby, would put whiskey in my bottle with my formula. You know what that is? That's good parenting right <laughs> that there. Is. Wow. I that is. I think that- 
Baby buzz. There is something about aspirin with sugar and whiskey, I think, and that's what I got is as that, a kid. Is that what it is? I, I, was, so. I was a little bit stunned driving in here today, Emily, be, that you and you too, Slee, that neither one of you know who Raquel Welch is. Oh, come on, Raquel Welch. Now, Emily, here's the thing. You have seen her. Yes, in uh, legally, Shawshank. Legally blonde. Oh, I have. What's okay. your got? She is the mom of the girl that commits the murder. And they find her in the spa with the uh, avocados over her eyes. And she goes, you found me. I love it. Yeah. and uh, But she was a huge sex symbol in the 70s. Oh, my God. My dad. Oh, yeah. my and dad. Josh and Raquel Welch. The, the, she was the, the poster. poster. Yeah, so my dad, saying... I think, had a Raquel Welch poster. <laughs> <laughs> and she got in a fight with Kramer in an episode of Seinfeld. Yeah, which oh, was, yeah. Which yeah, was yeah, great. That's right. We were talking woman. about childhood, oh, childhood crushes. Yeah. So I, that was somebody's on Twitter. Mine was uh, Daisy Duke from Dukes of Hazard. Do you guys remember your, your first? Barbara Bach. Barbara. Catherine Bach. Catherine Bach. Catherine Bach. Barbara Bach was a Bond girl. She married Ringo Starr. I think that's right. Yeah. Who was your, your TV slash movie? Who? Who's who's that? I had a Farrah Fawcett poster on my wall. <laughs> Me too. That, that I think everyone issue. had. Yep. yep. Even uh, I had one. The, the red bikini one? Yeah, the red bikini one. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. The other day I said, I, I made a reference to bikini and some girl goes to me, you can't say that <laughs> that's anymore. That's what you said. And I went, what? She goes, can't say it. I go, since when? She goes, it'll offend someone. Well, oh, there you go. But this is We're your, all getting canceled somehow. <laughs> you're the one that uh, was watching Baywatch on, didn't have his own Baywatch channel. Baywatch channel. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 sleep. I don't have my own Baywatch channel. Everyone can have their own Baywatch channel <laughs> if they buy a Samsung TV. That's what? What? Baywatch that, comes, like, that was a live endorsement Samsung for Samsung, Samsung TV and Baywatch. anticipated cord cutting. Right. So if you buy a Samsung TV and hook it up to the internet, they have their own network. It's yep. about a thousand channels, mm. and one of them is a channel thirteen sixty. Don't ask me how I know. <laughs> one of them is a twenty-four hour Baywatch channel, where all they do is run. They start at season one, episode one, and go all the way to season eleven, episode twenty, and just run them continuously. Uh, was it, I think it was you that were telling that you bought like the Korean dubbed version of, of L.A. Law. Oh, L.A. Law. Yeah. That's what... When I, I and, and by the way, you can still only get partial seasons of la law you can't go back and get them all but Why i bought a live on peacock or something that's where I, that you would think so it it's might, an NBC it, show yeah it might now i mean now that we're developing all these old things do you have old shows do. that you go back and watch uh you know i don't actually i know i always want what's new and what's the next thing i don't often wait, go back wait a and rewatch did we stuff. did did we bring up raquel welch because she died yeah she yeah, died, she died. I didn't even 80, know that. I think 80, you guys were just talking about that. Oh, I figured that. you brought it old. up because you love- No, I just saw Raquel yeah. Welch oh, yeah. died. Yeah. I thought you guys just brought it up. Yeah, no. Well, it, it came up- I didn't think she was 82. Double dead. Neither did I. From a tweet, right? Somebody yeah. had said the, the, that. Well, the, the question started with your TV crush. Somebody answered Raquel Welch, yeah. and then, oddly, yeah. that she passed, or she had, or maybe that person had seen it, but mm -hmm. yeah. By the way, it looked the great right up until the end oh, i mean sure. i saw her like a year ago at some award show she looked fantastic you you you're an old tv guy you're a new tv guy i still watch i'll still throw on an episode of the west wing mm -hmm. seinfeld seinfeld. HBO Max. seinfeld definitely yeah. seinfeld is now on netflix netflix mm -hmm. um cheers is on the hallmark channel. all right you want to you want to can't miss on hulu that you'll you'll even if you watched all the episodes when they came out i went down a rabbit hole of watching 30 rock Thirty oh, Rock is it's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. That's actually one I would go back and watch. It's a really easy, funny half. They hour. are throwing forty jokes into every episode, yep. yes. and I probably caught ten of them the first time. Here's the weird thing about Thirty Rock, and there's and I asked who the guy that played Jenna Maroney's cross-dressing husband. 
I forget who the actor's name is. Okay. Will, okay. Will Forte. Will Forte. Forte. There you go. I interviewed you him at the Super Bowl one used year. Used to be on SNL. Yes. And I asked him this, and he looked at me like I was crazy. And I'm like, well, maybe I got it wrong. I have gone back and rewatched the series. I did not have it wrong. In virtually every episode, there is one or more jokes about the NBA. There's somebody that was a writer on that staff yeah. that was Tell me more. an NBA fan. And it was there you go, all Slee. about <laughs> NBA players' off-court activities. Yeah. There's multiple jokes in every episode. Um, I remember one time Jenna was talking about like what her next career move was. She goes, she goes, I didn't even I auditioned, I didn't even get that sports shouter show. And they cut to it, <laughs> yeah, and it's just shouters and there's just fantastic. four guys yelling. It was yeah, a play out around the horn. Well, you said Milf That's Island awesome. too. And yeah. now that exists in real life. It does. Right. Did it we does. ever get a, a resolution to that case? I uh, the Milf Island case? I yeah. didn't realize there was a case. Ireland, what what happened on Milf Island? You were the Wait, only person I know well, who no, watched. We were talking about it. That There was a joke in 30 Rock. Right. Where like eight- and we wondered if 30 Rock had intellectual property rights. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I don't know if they sued or not. They should have if they didn't. They- I'm, play- I'm playing golf tomorrow with a with a high-powered agent who will know. There you go. Who, ha- who reps comedians. What are so. you doing with your downtime? Slee is going off the grid. Uh I am. I, this is my last show, and then I come back when the Lakers come back, mm-hmm. and so I do a staycation for three days, and all next week I'm camped out at Terranea. Oh, Sunday nice. through Wednesday. Fancy. Nice. Yeah. All the golf will be played there? No. I'll play golf before I go. They only have nine <laughs> whole course there. You could go play at Trump next door, but, yeah. you know, that comes with... Yeah, that, that comes with jumping through some hoops. So, uh, no, I'm going to play a lot between now and Sunday, and then after that, next week, I'm just goofing around. So a lot of crosstalk with you and me, Mace, over the next couple oh, of Oh, that's right. Yeah. You, me, and uh, Momo. A- oh, you're tomorrow. not. Right. Who's yeah, filling in for you? AK, AK tomorrow. next couple of days. Yeah, so AK. it'll be you, me, Andy, and Momo. Yes. For uh, Super new Crosstalk. Band. Yeah. New, new, new band. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So my boy left his shoes. Yeah, what is, what I don't is understand unbelievable. How you without your shoes, how do you go out without your shoes? You know, like shoes. everybody does certain things. That's, that's his, his thing. thing. He's twenty-two years Sorry. old. Yeah, he uh, goes out with his longtime girlfriend last night to go to dinner on Valentine's Day. And he texts me. He's like, "You're not going to believe what I forgot. I had bought him. Fl- I went to the florist yesterday and well, Costco yep. to get flowers for my wife. He All says, hey, the where best going? flowers, by the way, on Valentine's Day. Yes, yeah, they're unbelievable. Yeah, fully. How much so- are they? Fully stocked. Yes. You ready for this? Yeah, twenty bucks. Fourteen ninety nine for a dozen roses, and they're perfect. Oh, wow. they're perfect. They're perfect. Yeah, I got ripped off. Wow, they're oh. ripped perfect. off. That's the best deal in history. No, that's no, a I, great I, deal. I got ripped off. Oh, I'm saying yeah. where I went. How much I got did you spend? Did you spend like a hundred? Sixty. Well, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't get you for more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're perfect. Every yeah. year, perfect. And there's a line of guys like me mm-hmm. buying them. So anyway, Bobby texts me and says, can you grab me some too? Sure, no problem. He texts me last night. You're not going to believe what I forgot. I'm thinking, you forgot the flowers. Mm-hmm. No. Guess again. I'm thinking, okay, he's out to dinner. How about the wallet? Your wallet. Nope. I'm thinking, what? Huh? What? what, what he goes, Sleewa would think it's funny. I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. You forgot your shoes. Again. He showed up to a place in Newport, a nice place in Newport. Look he at Mason's shows up face. He's so confused. to the restaurant. Shoeless. But I'm trying what to was think. the restaurant? Do you remember? Peninsula. Uh, it. There's like, he, he could pop into any tourist went, shop down he there. He went and get to some Jack's right. across the street and bought yeah. a pair of, of Air Force Right, ones. but why yeah. do you walk out the door Mason, without the shoes? Well, well, I, you okay. think I have an answer? You there, think I would have no, fixed that? Unbelievable. There are, some peop- there are some people who consider shoes optional. Do you guys know who Tom Morello is? Sure. Yeah, the Rage Against the Machine. Against the machine. Yep. Sure. Boy, played, went on tour with Springsteen for a few years. Rarely wears shoes, if ever. Because he chooses to or yeah. because he forgets them? No, because no, he, he just doesn't. 
he thinks they're an unnecessary thing. Is this a failure? But on he my can part? get away with it. I don't know if Bobby yeah, can Tom get away Morello with it. Tom can do whatever he wants. <laughs> right. Bob Rogers should wear shoes to Newport Beach restaurants. Yeah. I yeah I don't I this one just boggles you, you my be mind. You be you, Bobby. Yeah. If, if, the, if that's going to be your thing, go. Is he like you? a hippie no. or I mean, no. isn't that the kind of thing like a flower he's a, child? He's a bit of a beach kid. Okay, because, well that's because of where we live. Okay, okay. And so he's got a little beach culture in him. Yep. But he goes to not work even flip flops. No. By the way, you Slides, guys played a nothing. clip from Windhorst earlier today, and this Mason knows this about me. It just freaking drives me crazy. It's the most overused term. No, must I, win. I, must I, win. Every one of them is must you win. Now, John. Oh, Every yeah, one go of ahead. them. I would go so far as to say, like a game like tonight at home against the Pelicans who are wounded, it's a must win game. They are. They cannot afford to lose games in the upcoming days against teams that are going to be near them in the play-in. So that is like they absolutely should be able with this roster to make it, but they can't afford LeBron's foot injury to drag on. He has been upgraded mm-hmm. for, to questionable for tonight's game, indicating he's probably in line to give it a go. Must win, by definition, means if you lose, the season is over. If the Lakers lose tonight by 50, the season is not over. <laughs> if the Lakers, uh, I think that's debatable. Uh, if the Lakers don't debatable. make a basket tonight, the season is right, not but over. They need to win 16 of their next 24, I think they're going probably. 14 and 10. So 14 but I don't know if 14 and 10 gets it done. Well, here's I, th- the, I think it does. 14 and I 10. I think it gets them into. Yeah. If they go 14 and 10, they'll be 40 and 42 on the season. Last yeah, year, I think Utah's the Spurs one game got in like now. with 35 wins or something. They, they got in where they were 14 games. With Slee and I were talking about this. They were 14 games on, but that's not going to happen this year because the team in the 10th spot right now yeah. is basically is a game 500. Under. It's basically yeah. 500. Yeah, it's so basically 500. Is kind of the Utah. threshold. Yeah. So 14 so, and 10 is 40 and 42. 15 and 9, 41 on number. 41 and 41. That's what Utah is right now. A game under 500. A game under. If they go, if the Lakers in their final 24 go 15 and 9, they're 41 and 41. Here's the thing. You know what? I obviously it's not. John's going to take it literally and say must win isn't a thing. It's the most overused term but, in sports. But yes. the reality is they've got the fourth toughest schedule in the league down the stretch. If you don't beat the bad teams, you're going to have a hard but time beating the good teams. They're one of the bad teams. That's the problem is every team, teams. every yeah. team they play is in front of them, so you right. can't they're even 13. define. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah, no, they, they are one of pot, the bad teams. Kettle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, they've got they've there's, got a tough schedule. You ready they for do. this? They uh, there are 24 remaining games. There's three games you look at. Go, they're going to win that one. Yeah, two against Houston. I don't even. Two against Houston and both, Orlando. Both the games there in Houston are, no are on the road, too. Yeah, there That's are no not a lock. That's you, not a lock. You know, I, don't, I don't care who the three games are, who the teams you pick. You don't think two in Houston and Orlando? Houston's going to be – however many wins Houston has right now, they've got five more this year. You just want to make sure that you're not one of them. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. That's the truth. The NBA, We've seen enough. The NBA, <laughs> anybody can beat anybody. I've okay, seen it so too much. Then if so, 14 and 10, then, and, and to use what you guys are talking about. Yes. Yeah. Then that seems far fetched. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, I, I think I think they go fourteen and ten, they get in. Now I don't know if they can do you it. You think forty and forty two gets them in? I do. I don't. I don't. I don't either. I think no. U- I think Utah is actually trying. Look at the trades they made. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're that's, trying. They're trying to get to get one. And they're not two, doing two, it as well as the Lakers two more are. need to drop out though. Okay, so let's say Utah. Okay. Okay. To okay. Oklahoma City. Okay, they're not going to throw in the towel. Yeah, they've got like nineteen picks. Right. They, it doesn't matter where they finish. And they get what's the big call? They drafted. 
Chet, Chet, Chet Holmgren. Chet Holmgren's Holmgren, back. Yeah. So they're getting like another top pick next mm-hmm. year, effectively. They're not going to throw in the towel. Okay, the Blazers, not throw in the towel. Blazers are the one team, just use them as an example. Portland's not going to throw in the towel. They're not going to throw in the towel, but they also can beat the Lakers and then lose, get blown out by the Wizards yesterday at home. Right. They're right. also, you just kind of don't know what you're going to sure. get from them. Yeah, and they uh, they made twelve threes. I think they were twelve. Here, of here are the teams that, that are game. ahead of them. Oklahoma but with the City Lakers, they hit everyone. Yep. Okay, then you got Utah. Let's just say Utah. Let's go the road. They got two games against Utah. Golden too. State, Minnesota, and New Orleans are the other teams in the play-in right now. Right, they're all going to be fighting like hell. Yeah, only Utah is the one that's going to be like, we're done. And even with that, the Jazz are still going to win games too. But I would argue they are. That, they've been winning games all season. They're, I would they're argue 500. That every game against a bad team, mm-hmm. like. New Orleans is diminished tonight, right? No Zion, all that. Yeah, is you, that the shirt? You, you got to beat the bad teams. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I, otherwise, I don't know where you're getting your 15 wins from. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it again. They are one of the bad teams. The other teams are looking at the Lakers. Okay, we get the Lakers. That, mm-hmm. that, and I'm not saying that that's right or wrong. I'm just saying that they're looking at it as an opportunity to stack their own deck Mace, by they, playing the 13th best. They team. basically need. Bron's got to be healthy. Yep. AD's got to play great. Each one of those new, each one of these new pieces have to fit in perfect. They and, have to fall into place. And, and Darvin Ham has to make really good decisions towards. And they need all of this to go their they way. They Must play defense just to go. They 14 must and tighten 10, up 59. defense like crazy. They're yeah. giving up 130 points a game at the risk of getting you going on this again. To to a game or two where they didn't foul or they didn't or they defended did, the three. Did you watch the Celtics game last night? Exactly. Yeah. That that situation again. That I, I texted oh, yeah, Michael right. the second right. it happened. That's if right. they do that right both times, we're not having this conversation. Well, I mean, right? well they were the be- actually the, they, actually they were the beneficiary of it once too though. So you've got to figure that okay, out. So it. it's a net one? Yeah, against New Orleans. It New may Orleans, come down to one. New Orleans had them at a game early in the season. <laughs> New Orleans this is how bad this was, Trav. New Orleans is up Three. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. We got breaking we news. Have breaking news. Taylor at the microphone. Yeah, we found the shirt. The mystery of the shirt has been solved. Oh! Was, where was it? On Funch's chair. Funches! Oh, Funches! Wait, 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 wait. What if Funches just got the shirt when he left the game? He would have taken it home. Yes. No, I don't know if he would have. Well, he's coming in later. We well, got a game tonight. Who took that shirt and put it on Funches's chair other than Funches? That's what I'm saying. Well, I'm saying, what I'm saying is, Mace, what I'm saying, when, when Funches left the game yeah. on that he night. He could have had his oh, own shirt. It's an Ocean's Eleven. The money could was never his own in shirt. the vault. They had already moved it. Yeah. They had already moved it out. All right. Well, wow. you guys can, you guys Michael can grill Funches. Funches when he, what time does he show up to do Laker stuff? Uh, he'll be in next couple of hours. All right. Yeah, so yeah, before you guys can, are done. Yeah, he'll be yeah. here before we yeah. guys can turn the bright lights on him and, oh, yeah. and start the Inquisition. Light bulb Normally swinging not back like and Uncomfortable chair. One uh, no. fist oh, to the table. Nobody even suspected Fun. <laughs> no. His name never came up on That's the suspect. That means he would have had to walk in in the middle of commercial free and took the shirt in between your guy's show and well, Sedano okay, and Kat? but there's a little bit of a wrinkle to this because during the second portion of Crossover, when it went missing, right? Yes, yes. I don't know if it was during your show or during... It was an uh, interview during Sedano and somebody Kat. Somebody put Windhorst on, yep. and they had like a still of Windhorst on the YouTube feed, so uh, you couldn't see who was coming or coming or going. So he produced, he produced the Kamenetskis that night. 
there you go. See? Oh, <laughs> again. <laughs> we will put him in the chair with the spotlight it's like a on him as soon as we see him. SI situation <laughs> here. Yeah. yeah. Now, if he's Super, sweating let's get his prints. during the interview. <laughs> Where were you, Funches? Super Crosstalks, powered by In-N-Out Burger. That's what a hamburger is all about. Mason and Ireland coming up next.